Hiring for your small business? If you're not looking for professionals on LinkedIn, you're looking in the wrong place. That's like looking for your car keys in a fish tank. LinkedIn helps you hire professionals you can't find anywhere else, even those who aren't actively searching for a new job but might be open to the perfect role. In a given month, over 70% of LinkedIn users don't even visit other leading job sites. So start looking in the right place. With LinkedIn, you can hire professionals like a professional. Post your free job on linkedin.com slash recommend today. Worried about letting someone else pick out the perfect avocado for your perfect impress them on the third date guacamole? Well, good thing Instacart shoppers are as picky as you are. They find ripe avocados like it's their guac on the line. They are milk expiration date detectives. They bag eggs like the 12 precious pieces of cargo they are. So let Instacart shoppers overthink your groceries so that you can overthink what you'll wear on that third date. Download the Instacart app to get free delivery on your first three orders while supplies last. Minimum $10 per order. Additional terms apply. Welcome back to our number two of the ESPN 1320 Insiders. Get ready for the most up-to-date sports news and talk with the ESPN 1320 Insiders. Crisis averted, everybody. As we begin our number two, I'm Kyle Madsen. That's James Ham. We're taking you up to noon before we hand it off to D'Lo and KC. Right here on Sacramento Sports Leader. Thank you, everybody, for rocking with us on the radio, on the free Odyssey app, on ESPN 1320 TV, twitch.tv slash ESPN 1320, youtube.com slash ESPN 1320. Somebody at the break said that Emma Stone is a big Grayson Allen fan because I was positing that there's probably not anybody who doesn't, like, not a Duke fan, but also not a fan of a team that, like, there's no Hornet fan who doesn't follow college basketball who's just like, yeah, I love Grayson Allen. I don't think, like, if he's on your team, I think, sure, you can like Grayson Allen. But outside of that, I don't think there's a lot of people. Yeah, and, no doubt. No and doubt. it doesn't help that he really looks like Ted Cruz. Yeah, and, I mean, like, depending depending on your political leaning, sure. Well, well, yeah, I mean, totally depending on your political, but he does, so. Uh, no doubt, no doubt. And I definitely don't think that helps uh, for a certain segment of the population. Uh, but somebody said that Emma Stone is a big Grayson Allen fan, and that was going to be devastating to your boy. Yeah. Because I, I rock with Emma Stone. I think she's great. Yeah, uh, yeah. I can't wait to see poor things. Um, but uh, my buddy Sharp, who lives down in Phoenix, said uh, that Emma Stone cleared up she was talking to Devin Booker. Uh, I'm sorry, Grayson Allen cleared up that she was talking to Devin Booker, not to him. Yeah, I'm sure Grayson's pretty bummed about that. Although Grayson may have a perfect But dude, the game's the game. Like, you got to know. If you're standing next to Devin Booker you and you're Grayson Allen, you got to know. <laughs> there's a there's a level of awareness. She's not talking to you. Yeah, she's talking. It's to like me. no when we're when we're schmoozing with people <laughs> at something. People are and I'm standing like people are talking to James, not Kyle. Like you're the guy who knows everybody. Like what? I get fist bumps from the ushers, but only once they see like I'm with you. <laughs> that, it's basically the same thing. Those are my people. <laughs> it's basically the same thing. Uh, Jiffy Lube fast break player of the game from last night. Uh, not a fun one, guys. Sorry. Uh, it's going to be Fox is going to be your code word. Just Fox. Oh. Yeah. Just what I went with. And uh, Kevin Herter was already there. I thought I you might have gone KD. Demi- well, I d- see, I mm. we I don't like doing a, a player from an opposing team. And I know the Kings had a big collapse last night, but, I mean, De'Aaron Fox looked a little more like himself. And he wasn't great in the fourth quarter. I get it. Like, okay, fine. That's all fine. <sighs> But yeah. it's Fox. So you go to ESPN1320.com and go to the contest page. It's front and center. You can't miss it. The fast break player of the game. 
Click on that. Enter the code word FOX, F-O-X, for your chance to win a $100 Jiffy Lube gift certificate and a Kings jersey. Mm. That's a Sacramento Kings jersey, by the way, not an L.A. Kings jersey. Oh, okay. Not a Stockton <laughs> Kings jersey? Just an Andre Kopitar jersey. Coming your way. We didn't get you a Jeremy Lamb Stockton Kings oh jersey? I would wear that so, so Really? Fast. Or a uh, Shabazz Muhammad, who they just traded for? Shabazz Muhammad, yeah, like... Bazzi is on the Stockton Kings the, now. The Stockton Kings are—I'm not quite sure what's going on there, Kyle. They're—they're the, they're going all like middle-aged men. Like I—I I thought that it's, I don't think you understand the love I have for Shabazz Muhammad. Okay, he is one of my favorite NBA players of all time. All right, because my man averaged like .04 assists per game. He does. He is oh, yeah. a black hole on offense, and I love that for him. Yeah, he's uh, slightly better on the assists than. The late great Ian Kadare, who right? Is, we've yes, we've talked about who this is before. the worst assist man of all time. Yes, yeah. So, uh, like at this point, like they're starting all like guys that are between twenty eight and thirty two. So, like Jeremy Lamb, you got Scalabi Sierra down there. You got Deontay Burton. Um, you just keep stacking up these guys who are are you know again. I'm not quite sure. It's no longer called the D League. The mm-hmm. developmental league. It's now the G League, which I don't know what the G stands for outside Gatorade. of Gatorade. Yeah, I literally think that's what it is. No, I think so too. But yeah. uh, but outside of it being the Gatorade Gatorade League, it's supposed to be like a developmental league. Mm-hmm. And the Kings don't even have a roster spot to bring some of these guys up. Although we are coming to the end of the ten day contract for JTA, I'm not sure what's happening there. That's a good question. Maybe I should get on that. Maybe I should be the reporter. Yeah, we should. I, yeah. Hey, if you want, hey, James, for the latest on that, yeah. go to thekingsbeat.com and subscribe. There we go. <laughs> there we go. Uh, yeah, no, no, it's not, you know, I panicked this morning when choosing, <laughs> you know, I, I have to get to, no, I did. Fox. And and Enbo makes a great point in the chat. Like, De'Aaron Fox is not a great pick for last night's game. And I, you know what? I'm with, I'm with you. That's not, a, that's not, I'm not even going to say our best work because I did not consult you. That's my fault. Not my best work. I saw Megan from our, our promotions manager, director. Uh, I forget her exact title, but the person who runs promotions. Here, yeah, Megan. it's a large title. She does a great job. She does. And so I don't want to let her down. And so I see her in the mornings when I when I leave the 98 Rock studio and I was like, oh, ah, oh, oh, Fox. Oh. Just kind of, I just panicked because I didn't want to be like, yeah, I'll get back to you and then forget about it. Yeah. Yeah, no. So bad work by me. Enbo, thank you for holding me accountable. All right. I failed. Either way, go to ESPN1320.com. Thank you. Click the giant logo that says Jiffy Lube. Yep. Put your, uh, put Fox in there. Yep. And you'll get put in a drawing to uh, not only get a $100 gift certificate, but a Sacramento Kings jersey will be given away one a month for the next four months. Yeah. So get those entries in. Get them in early and often. We do this after every single Kings game. And I promise after their next game, I'll have a better pick for player of the game. Yeah, I'll consult you next time. Okay. Yeah. Or at least uh, at it. least Jackie over there. I mean, at least she would have like. Yeah, Jackie wasn't here yet. She would have like like straightened you out. Like, oh, I don't know, Kyle. Dude, she's. I think she's she's at a hundred percent guessing who the player of the game is going to be. Yeah. Yeah. She's All right. Very very good at that. Um, in fact, you know what? Maybe I'll just start bequeathing that honor unto her. Okay. Like, hey, you pick. You tell us who it is. <laughs> <laughs> Shout out the promotion staff. They do they do an awesome job. That's right. Um Mike Brown mentioned um actually you know what? We're gonna put a pin in the Mike Brown sound. 
The Sacramento A's. Uh-huh, Kyle. This is a thing that has been hitting the news that the A's, because if you're unfamiliar, the Oakland Athletics are moving to Las Vegas. Shovels aren't in the ground yet in Las Vegas, so it's not like official, official, but I's have been dotted, T's have been crossed. They're just kind of waiting to to put the thing in the mail, right? They have no pictures. They have no financing, but yeah, no, it's all but, it's all. Other than that, signs still deliver, like ready to go, right? Yeah, yeah, yeah. But uh, they can't play. Their lease runs out in Oakland after this season, twenty twenty four. Yeah, and the new building it, that is nowhere near being built. Correct. Uh, it won't be done until two thousand twenty eight. So they're going to be the homeless. Earliest. Homeless. Yes. yes. So there's word that the A's and the city of Oakland aren't that. <laughs> that relationship is not super amicable at the moment. No, it's over. Amicable. So it doesn't sound like the Coliseum is going to be an option. Mm-hmm. So they've talked about, hey, maybe they play some games at Oracle Park. Yeah. Play where the Giants play. Maybe they go and play at the minor league stadium in Las Vegas. Now it's being floated that, hey, maybe they come up here and they play at uh, the River Cats Park, at Sutter Health Park. Sutter Health Field. Sutter Health Field. Mm-hmm. Um that's now in the news. So here's what Casey Pratt from ABC7 out in the Bay Area. He's been covering the A's relocation saga for years now. Here's what he had to say about a possible uh, A's move to SAC. You really think for even a second that these same Kings fans in Sacramento, these same people in Sacramento, many of whom are also A's fans, are going to grant amnesty to John Fisher's Oakland A's, help him out, throw him a bone, keep him going so he can kick the can down the road in Las Vegas before time runs out? I don't think so. This is going to be an extremely unpopular idea for Sacramento residents. You're already seeing it all over social media. Many of the biggest players in Sacramento media already saying it makes no sense. Why? After everything the Kings went through, after everything Sacramento people went through, after everything... Many of them also A's fans went through. Would they help make sure that John Fisher can keep the A's rather than force him to sell the team? Doesn't add up. I don't see it happening. James, your thoughts? Yeah, see, I love Casey Pratt, and he's been all over the show. But as someone who covered relocation here in Sacramento, uh, sometimes you get too close to the flame, and you're in it so deep that you can't understand why someone would do something. Number one, I found it very interesting that Vivek Ranadive bought the Rivercats. I had no idea why he would possibly buy the Rivercats. Last season, we saw John Fisher sitting courtside next to Vivek Ranadive. They're Mm. friends. They know each other. Now, why would Sacramento do this? Because Vivek Ranadive has tried to buy other sports franchises all over. He talked about a hockey team. He's, he's He's tried to buy a couple of different European soccer teams. He's figured out that when you buy a franchise for a $535 million valuation and 10 years later it's worth $3 billion, you probably made a wise investment. So if I'm Vivek, I can see a window where Vivek, Vivek might be able to talk himself into bringing the A's to Sacramento for three seasons, letting him play there, showing Major League Baseball that Sacramento is a baseball town, potentially asking for a expansion team in Sacramento and trying to build the base that way. I could see that happening. Um, do I think that Vivek is going to worry about the appearance? I don't. Because you know what? Each of these situations, is they're, they're very separate. 
And I would much, as an A's fan, as a lifetime A's fan, Mm -hmm. I would much rather see the A's in Sacramento, California than Las Vegas. And if they go to Las Vegas, I'm done with baseball. But if there was baseball back in Sacramento, I would consider it. And they could build a beautiful waterfront park right there. They'd Mm -hmm. have to, or expand the stadium, which would be very difficult, but it's possible. And I thought it was strange when Vivek bought the, the team, but it makes a lot more sense right now. Yeah. Yeah. And to be, baseball in Sacramento, shout out to the Rivercats. You mean Major League Baseball Yeah, in Sacramento. And what's yeah. the worst case? They move the Aviators to Sacramento. And if you, if you break the ties with the Giants mm-hmm. and where their affiliate is now with the Rivercats, mm-hmm. and then you get the A's affiliate back in Sacramento, you might have something. Yeah, definitely. Sell the team, dude. Exactly. Mm-hmm. Pascal Siakam on the move. We'll tell you where next. You're listening to The Insiders with James Ham and Kyle Madsen. Sponsored by Jiffy Lube on ESPN 1320 and 98.5 HD2. Sacramento's sports leader. Back to the Insiders with James Ham and Kyle Matson. Brought to you by Jiffy Lube on ESPN 1320. Thank you for that. Taking it right up to noon, I'm Kyle, he's James. Noon, we will give way to D'Lo and KC. I believe D'Lo will be in here hanging out with us for the handoff coming up in about 30 minutes, so stay locked in for that. Um, Pascal Siakam. It came down yesterday via The Athletic, via Shams Charani of The Athletic, that the Pacers and the Raptors are I not closing in on, but have discussed a deal involving Bruce Brown, salary filler, and three first-round picks going from Indiana to Toronto in exchange for Pascal Siakam, who is due to be an unrestricted free agent this offseason. We've already heard reporting that Pascal Siakam isn't going to sign anywhere. He's not, or excuse me. Let me rewind. He's not going to commit to signing anywhere. He could land with the Los Angeles Lakers or the Boston Celtics or the New York Knicks or whatever team. He is not going to commit to signing long-term to that team. He's going to test free agency. It's it's breaking right now. He is. They are finalizing a trade to uh, send Pascal Siakam, uh, Bruce Brown, Jordan Nwara, and three first-round picks to Toronto as we speak. So it's it's just Bruce Brown, Nuara, and three picks. Yes, that salary works. Um, I, I don't know how the salary works. Huh. Uh, I haven't looked, but that's that's as of right now. That's Woj and Shams uh, dueling banjos. Uh, actually, Woj beat Shams by thirteen seconds. Wow! Congratulations yes. to uh, to Woj on on that one. So, uh, real quick. <laughs> That, for now, is our breaking news under. So, Pascal Siakam is headed to the Toronto Raptors. I think we fall a little bit on different sides here. Yeah. I love this for the Pacers. Oh, I I think it's a good trade for the Pacers, for sure. But if, if you can get the deal done, if you can bring him back. Sure. Uh, Indiana is sending two 2024 first-rounders and a 2026 to the Raptors. Raptors. Uh, I, so again, something the Kings couldn't could not offer yeah. at all. Yeah. Uh, they had an extra twenty twenty four, and it's kind of a funky pick. It's 
the worst of like three different teams' picks. I looked at it last night, mm. and then their own pick. Um, yeah, no, no, I, I don't mind this trade for them, but it's just a high risk, no doubt, situation because mm-hmm. you're giving up two first round picks this year, and then in 2026. I don't love this year's draft, but it's still an NBA draft, and there could be players. There's always players in every draft. But <laughs> uh, yeah, I, I mean, like good players, I mean, you know, but this is one of those trades where you're putting it all out there. I really like Bruce Brown as well. No doubt. And for me, like talk about you lose you lose OG Ananobi and you're replacing him with two players, but now this is sort of an OG Ananobi type player who's not nearly as good. Yeah, kind of off-brand. Yeah, yeah, OG, but yeah. but still a really solid, solid player. So, so I Pascal Siakam is a is a good defender, and that has been Indiana's yeah. problem all year. Mm-hmm. They are the they are number one in the league in offensive rating at one twenty two point one, which is a bananas number. Mm-hmm. But in defensive rating, they're twenty sixth. They're a net two point. They're a positive two point one net rating, which is eleventh in the league, despite leading the league in offensive rating. Mm. And the reason I love this for for the Pacers is, like you said, it is high risk. And the odds that he signs with Indiana long term, probably not great, okay. just from a city standpoint. But again, you don't know until he hits free agency, you see what other offers are out there. Indiana can sign him to the most money. And I think that will certainly play a role. I haven't looked. I don't know how many teams are going to have cap space to... Go sign him to a huge deal. There's a handful of teams, but again, it's got to be the right team who's right. willing to put that money into a 30 year old guy. Mm-hmm. I mean, I, the reports this morning is that Toronto had informed Pascal Siakam that, regardless, they would not be offering him the supermax, which is, a, is something again. I think that the Kings probably said as well. Yeah, like we would love to have you, but we're not giving you the max. Right, we're not guaranteeing that. Yeah, yeah, the max. I mean, five years at 250. That's a lot. It's tying especially, up a lot in one player. Especially in year five when you're paying him like close to 60 million bucks a year. Yeah. That's a lot of money. And so I don't blame the Kings for bowing out of this mm-hmm. because the risk reward for them just wasn't there. Totally. Now, I'd also point out that the Pacers are in a much different position when it comes to salary. They, they've they got, you know, uh, Miles Turner mm-hmm. under contract for a good amount of cha- a good chunk of change. Tyrese Halliburton, his his extension, I believe, kicks in next year. Mm-hmm. So he'll make like $28 million bucks. Yeah, But they don't have that other guy who's making an extreme amount of money. Yeah, And what I told you, Kyle, is I look at this for them. It's their Sabonis deal. Hmm. It is, it's, it's the deal that they're making to go get a player like Sabonis that can be the second best player on their team next to Tyrese Halliburton. Yeah. And for that, it makes sense for them. Mm-hmm. With the Kings... It's just so hard to do that with when you're talking about another forty, fifty, sixty million dollar salary. Yeah. Because three years from now, four years from now, you're totally cooked. Yeah. You're the Warriors who are paying 186 million bucks in luxury tax. And and Siakam, I don't think was going to be the piece that put them over the hump to win a title this year. No, which I, is I, which is what maybe makes that worth it. But yeah, you can't take that risk for this year, thinking that yeah. it's going to make you a title. Uh, contender at, yeah. at all. I mean, that's really tough. Yeah. You you had a stat that I thought was was really incredible from the Ringer. Yeah, yeah. Zach Cram of the Ringer wrote this piece today. It's it's uh, he's going through and he's talking about the uh, Dejounte Murray specifically was who he was talking about. But he laid this out: only four championship teams this century have added a player via in season trade who went on to average at least twenty minutes per playoff game. 
It was the Bucks in 2021 with P.J. Tucker, the Raptors with Mark Gasol in 2019, the Spurs with Nazar Muhammad in 2005, and the Pistons with Rasheed Wallace in 2004. It's the only four times that a team has made an in-season trade, won a title, and had the player they acquired play 20 minutes a game in the playoffs. It just doesn't happen that often. Mm. So I, I think that, I don't I don't think the Kings looked at that specifically, but I think if you're the Kings, that highlights why you're not going to go uh, jeopardize your future potentially for uh, a player who, you've said it before and I, I, I agree with you, if I'm betting over or under half an all-star game for Pascal Siakam the rest of his career, I'm taking the under. Yeah. Oh, no, I, I'm taking the under on that. $50 million bucks for a guy who's not going to be an all-star? Well, that and, and Kyle, what I've told you too, I would rather Kyle Kuzma, who is a much, right. who isn't as good a player, mm-hmm. but it's not that far off. Yeah. He's not that, he's not a horrible player and mm-hmm. he's not, but he's the same type, right. sort of, yeah. like in the same ballpark. Sure. And especially for the next five years. Yeah. At like as far as salary at right. like a 60% discount on what you're going to mm-hmm. have to pay for him. Yeah, it's Kyle Kuzma plus the players you get to either sign or keep because of his salary versus Pascal Siakam minus the players that you'll have to not sign or lose because of his salary. Yeah, it's in yeah. year 3 of that deal, Kyle Kuzma is down to 19.5 million dollars. Crazy affordable for And a good Siakam is up to 53 million dollars yeah. and yeah. you're like, "Oh, wait, what have we done?" Yeah. That $24 million can go to a lot of different yeah. assets. If, uh, yeah. I mean, but if you're Indiana, I love this. Mm-hmm. Like, push it, push your chips in. You are going toe-to-toe with Milwaukee every time you play them. You've gone toe-to-toe with Boston. If you think Pascal Siakam is going to get your defense up to middle of the league and keep you at a 122 offensive rating, mm. make a run. Why not? No, I get I, it. I'm, I'm, I'm here for it. I'd even say, like, the one downfall for them, Man, the the East is a lot more difficult to get to the top than That's, the West. Yeah, no doubt. That's true. Like, I yeah. mean, the Kings might be a major piece away from competing with the Denver Nuggets. Mm-hmm. The Pacers are not one piece away from contending with the Bucks or the Celtics or the 76ers. They're just not. I think they're like 3-1 and one against the Bucks this year. Yeah. And anyways, I love it. I'm yeah. here for teams being aggressive and trying to win championships. That's right. So, anyways... Pascal Siakam is going to the Pacers. That was literally during the break. It broke. I didn't see that. It broke as you were talking. (laughs) It was like 32 seconds ago. I'm looking like uh, it just happened. What was what was so funny is I teased going to the break. Like Pascal Siakam on the move. We'll tell you where next. And at the break, I'm going. That was stupid. He's not actually on the move. Then he's on the move. Like literally, as (laughs) he moves. Kyle, I spoke it into existence. I have a million dollars in my bank account. Eesh. I'm just looking that there are more reports now uh, oh, man. that it's it's possible that the um, Warriors assistant has passed away. So um, yeah, it's just absolutely man. absolutely tragic. Man. Um, all right. Well, we'll hopefully um, hopefully that's wrong. But yeah, like sorry to kill the mood going to the break. Multiple but, uh, reports coming out now. Yes. That uh, I want to make sure I'm pronouncing his name right here. That uh, Dejan Milo, uh, Mi- Milojevic, Milojevic, Milojevic has uh, has passed away. Uh, those reports coming out now. As the Warriors' assistant, the Warriors' Jazz game tonight has been postponed um, after he suffered a heart attack at a team dinner last night. Um, we will have any 
confirmed updates on that. We will uh, bring them to you here on ESPN 1320. Um, and now we need to break. There's no real transitioning out of that. So um, we will be right back. You're listening to The Insiders with James Ham and Kyle Madsen. Sponsored by Jiffy Lube on ESPN 1320 and 98.5 HD2. Sacramento's sports leader. Worried about letting someone else pick out the perfect avocado for your perfect impress them on the third date guacamole? Well, good thing Instacart shoppers are as picky as you are. They find ripe avocados like it's their guac on the line. They are milk expiration date detectives. They bag eggs like the 12 precious pieces of cargo they are. So let Instacart shoppers overthink your groceries so that you can overthink what you'll wear on that third date. Download the Instacart app to get free delivery on your first three orders while supplies last. Minimum $10 per order. Additional terms apply. Hiring for your small business? If you're not looking for professionals on LinkedIn, you're looking in the wrong place. That's like looking for your car keys in a fish tank. LinkedIn helps you hire professionals you can't find anywhere else. Even those who aren't actively searching for a new job but might be open to the perfect role. In a given month, over 70% of LinkedIn users don't even visit other leading job sites. So start looking in the right place. With LinkedIn, you can hire professionals like a professional. Post your free job on linkedin.com slash recommend today. Now, back to the Insiders with James Ham and Kyle Madsen. Brought to you by Jiffy Lube on ESPN 1320. Our final segment here at noon, we will hand it over to D'Lo and KC. Um, mentioned it right before the break, but then during the break, con- a confirmation came down that Warriors assistant coach Dejan Milojevic has passed away. Um, he suffered a heart attack last night at a team dinner. He was hospitalized. Uh, he was operated on, but he uh, has passed. Um, so our thoughts um, are with, with his family and uh, with the Warriors organization. Mm-hmm. Uh, their game against the Jazz tonight has been postponed. Uh, they were in Utah. <clears throat> it's unclear about Friday's game against Dallas uh, and whether that will go on as scheduled. I'm sure there will be some news coming out from the NBA about that over the next over the next few hours in the next couple of days. But uh, yeah, thoughts, uh, prayers are, are with his family and with the and, and with the Warriors and anybody who uh, is impacted by that. That's a tragic, tragic loss. Man, yeah, sad day. Um. Yeah. No other way to to put it. it. It's tough because when you're you're part of a basketball franchise like this, like it becomes such a family. You spend so much more time with the team uh, than you do with your own family during mm-hmm. the season, and uh, so it's just uh just really really tough to see something like this happen. Um. Yeah. You know, and, and especially for the family. Uh. You know. Yep. Um. Absolutely tragic. Yeah. So. All right. Um, right. Awkward transition. Yeah. To, man. Um, All right. So Pascal Siakam is headed to the Pacers. Bruce Brown. And who's the other player going with him? Uh, Nuora. Nuora. Um, I believe. And there's rumors of a second team. uh, I mean, a potential third team. The first round picks involved are uh, two 2024s, which are, of course, the Pacers' own, 
as well as they have another pick that is the worst of the Utah Jazz, Houston Rockets, Los Angeles Clippers, and Oklahoma City Thunder. Mm. So not a super valuable pick. Actually, neither of those picks are super valuable. Uh, it, it looks like you're getting two 20s picks um, around that, and then a 2026 first-round pick in, in the deal. So uh, it, Go ahead. Yeah. Well, I was just saying, like, uh, if he wants to sign there, that's fine. It, it actually makes a a very very good deal for them if he signs mm-hmm. um and he can be their centerpiece alongside uh, uh Tyrese Halliburton for the next five years mm-hmm. that all makes sense uh, I, I actually I like this deal for Indiana I like it a lot more than I like it for Sacramento again Siakam the player is one thing Siakam the contract demand is a whole nother thing mm-hmm. and the Kings are not in a place where they can go out and get and pay a pl- another player like that who's not like a guaranteed difference-making all-NBA type player. If you're yeah. going to pay max money for a guy and you're going to add another max money contract to what you already have, that player has to put you way over the hump. Totally. Indiana's not in that same exact situation. We always talk about how every every team is a different is in a different situation when they're looking to make a trade. They all have different mm-hmm. motivations and all that stuff. Like, look, I I think this is a, a good play for for Indiana, and mm-hmm. they have a great coach and Rick Carlisle, and they can build around uh, Halliburton and some of their young talent. And they didn't give up a bunch of young talent. That's it. That's just it. Yeah. Although I do think they did take a step back this year. I, I believe that you know, like they because like switching out Bruce Brown right now for Siakam, mm-hmm. they may not have the continuity pushing forward. It may take a little while to get Siakam up to speed in what they're doing there because it's just totally different style of basketball. It's putting a lot of it's putting a lot of faith in Tyrese Halliburton, right? In hey, yeah. You're the point guard, you're the great distributor, you facilitate and get everybody involved. So this is on you to get this guy acclimated into this high octane offense. Yeah. Yeah. Well yeah. that and, and Kyle, I think it should be noted that if you're Pascal Siakam and you're looking at the two situations, number one, I'd much rather live in Sacramento um, than Indiana. That's just my own personal. Sure. But if you're Siakam and you're looking at the opportunity and you get to number one play with the, the best assist man in the game, mm-hmm. but on top of that, you also get to be like either their number one or number two scoring option. Yeah. That's a pretty good situation for you. And it's better than the situation you're going to get in Sacramento where you're going to be competing for that with Demonis Sabonis and eventually with Keegan Murray. Yeah. And so like the Kings just are built different than than Indiana. Yep. And so to me as a player, I think it's not like a, a slight on Sacramento. The opportunity is is probably better. Yeah. It's tough to <laughs> it's tough to sit here and go, yeah, no, the Kings after the way they lost last night. Yeah. And going like, ah, Pascal Siakam, meh. No, it definitely not, would have helped. <laughs> and I'm not, I'm not blowing it off and no, saying no, that. No, I know that. I know that. It's just funny juxtaposing that against the conversation we were having earlier about the loss last night. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I, I fully understand, and and I get what uh, why why he fits and and everything else in Sacramento. I you know I'm advocate of Pascal Siakam in Sacramento, but the contract situation was always going to be rough. And oh, for what, sure, for sure. And what you have to give up, and if you can't guarantee that he's signing back. That's tough, and if you're guaranteeing he's signing back, but it's you know two fifty, mm-hmm. that's a lot. 
So, yeah, yeah, I think it's interesting. Yeah, I thought for sure that a guy like Benedict Matherin or Aaron Nemhart or somebody like that was going to go in that deal. And nope. Yeah. They had to retain all their dudes. and Yeah, that's that's kind of a small. Although, like, again, Bruce Brown has been a difference maker for them. Yeah, like, no, straight up. For sure, for sure. Uh, he's still only, how old is he? 27, 28. Yeah, 20, yeah, almost. Oh, yeah, that's right. He, me and him share a birthday. Oh. August 15th. You and Bruce we're Brown? To my, we're to Malios. Yeah, he's six years younger than I am. Mm. That's fine. Okay. Uh, but yeah, no, he's a, he's a, he's a good player for sure. And he's not just a super easy guy to, to immediately replace. Uh, but on the other hand, you like some of the talent that, that Indiana has, it opens the door for, I think some of their guys to, to see increased roles and certainly Pascal Siakam. And you know what, maybe he helps them enough defensively that they become more of a threat in the East instead of, you know, a first or second round exit. You certainly just open a window for yourself mm-hmm. over the next couple of years. Uh, yeah. I mean, ideally, yeah. Um, hey, <laughs> Nick Wagner wrote a piece in ESPN. I want to shift gears to football just real quick. Uh, a lot of good injury news for the 49ers yesterday. Drake Greenlaw, Logan Ryan, and Cleland Furl were the only players out of practice. Greenlaw and Ryan are both expected to return to practice today. Um, Christian McCaffrey was a full go. George Kittle, Trent Williams was out, but he was resting. Uh, good injury news all around for the 49ers. Nick Wagner and ESPN wrote a piece about Brock Purdy mm. and just kind of how he's gotten to this point and the uh, the adversity he's faced and, you know, some of the mental hurdles he's had to get over and this and that. One of the anecdotes that Purdy shares in this story is that during this past offseason, Shanahan sat him down and said, hey, you're the starter in 2023. Once you're Once you are healthy, it's not Trey Lance. It's not Sam Darnold. It's you. Mm-hmm. Unless. Asterix, asterix, asterix. Tom Brady wants to give it a go. And I, I know it's been speculated on, and I know it's been every time Tom Brady was even mildly available, it was like, well, he grew up in the Bay Area. He was at the catch game in January of 82. He was there. Mm. Tom Brady, big Niner fan. Here's this photo of him. In a, in a Niner jacket. <laughs> Again, no, we know. Um, it's just wild that they they that they would consider like that. Like that was it. Not Sam Darnold, not Trey Lance, the former number three overall pick. They don't get to compete. But if Tom Brady wants to come here, forty-six-year-old mm. Tom Brady, by the way. Wow. And like hella forty-six, like turned forty-six in August. Yeah, not yeah, not a single forty six. Yeah, you know, unattached forty six year old. <laughs> and it's a good point. No, but I so at first I was like, this is crazy. Why would they do that? He was clearly like not the same player with the Bucks. But then you go look at his season last year with the Buccaneers, and he was still really good. The season before that, he was MVP and got he was robbed. In, he was incredible. He was spectacular. He had more. I tweeted this last night. <laughs> Tom Brady had more passing yards between the ages of 35 and 40, 36 and 45. So in the 10 years between 36 and 45, than Joe Flacco had in his entire career. That's wild. Insane. Totally insane. So my question was, I'm not, I, I, I think Brock Purdy's good, but I'm, I temper my, my enthusiasm a little bit Mm -hmm. of him like in a vacuum as just like an individually great Patrick Mahomes, Lamar Jackson, level player I don't think he's there um but 
I also wonder if the 49ers would have been better if Tom Brady was their quarterback. Oh. And it well, sounds I mean, insane because, like, of course, he's the GOAT. But also he's 46. Yeah. Behind a not great offensive line in an offense that doesn't have an awesome, like, drop-back passing game. I, I, I think know. he would have just brought, like, suitcased his, his guards and brought them with him. Like, hey... I'm still going to play. Hey, who wants to join me in San Francisco? And a bunch of guys have been like, okay, yeah, I'm in. Yeah, <laughs> let's get the band back together. It's a good point. Yeah, I just, I don't know. Uh, man, it, at first, because at first I was like, no way. 46-year-old Tom Brady, not a chance. No way that they're better. Maybe they're about the same. Yeah. But then I got it. Did, I did a small bit of digging, and I think they would have been better mm. if Brady wanted to give it a go with them. Yeah. Interesting. I'm in like I, like That's... like the idea of that like at the beginning of this season like sure this is the last time we're ever going to talk about this by the way uh, yeah it should Tom be. Brady to the 49ers is such a sports talk radio thing for a couple years yeah and you know at, at the I same just wanted point... to give it one final send off thanks to Nick Wagner's piece <laughs> it would have been really fun <laughs> to see like what that would have looked like and also to give Brock Purdy a year to heal yeah and to get ready to learn under and, Tom Brady to learn under Tom Brady although that Man. didn't seem to ever really help anyone else so. <laughs> no just, no doubt just saying I, I, I'm fascinated by the idea of what a Shanahan Brady mind meld would have looked like mm, yeah like, does that even does it even work or if you like Tom Brady <sighs> with that running back what oh dude what? Christian McCaffrey would have had 146 receptions oh he might have set records mm. as a as a pass catcher Wow! Yeah, no, I, there's there's a good shot, and, and the tight end like Kittle, would've, I think Kittle would have would have been better. Feasted. I don't know what I'm talking about. I don't know, but would Ayuk <laughs> have ever developed? I don't know because that's one thing Tom Brady never. I mean, slot receiver sure, but yeah. Uh, interesting side note: uh, the Indiana Pacers were actually under the salary cap coming into today at 130 oh million. Um, and so with Bruce Brown's contract, and you know Bruce Brown got paid. He he makes twenty two million this year, mm-hmm. but he has a a twenty three million dollar team option for next year, which is crazy mm-hmm. that the team can just walk away from that. But uh, yeah, that's that's pretty big. Um, so they were able to get that deal done, and I think David, uh, let me see, where's it, Nawara? Three million dollars, uh, Nawara. Um, so yeah, that's how they were able to pull off that deal. Uh, yeah. Which still, I'm not sure how that salary totally makes sense, but um, sure enough, they were able to do it. Uh, last thing before D'Lo comes in here for the handoff, uh, D'Lo of D'Lo and KC fame, uh, they're coming up at noon. Mike Brown, the fine came down yesterday. Oh, yeah. 50 G's <sighs> for his post-game film session where he <laughs> diagrammed what plays he was upset with by the officials. And I watched it, and I, you know what? I tried to help Mike. I did. I tried to help out. I went, you know what? This is tasteful. He's showing exactly what he's upset about. He's not just ranting. He's not just, he's not just out here like... It's a complete crap. He wasn't just saying all that. He's not saying shame on the league. He's just going, hey, I just want a fair interpretation of the rules. I just want to be, to be um, communicated with. He brought props. I want, he brought props. He had... The whole thing, I was like, eh, you know what? This is about as tasteful of way. He said the rest did a great job. I was like, yeah, maybe he avoided something. No, nope, 50K. I would have liked on the table. Next time if I'm here, if I'm, uh, if I'm, you know, Mike Brown, I'm bringing out marionette puppets and mm-hmm. I'm, I'm 
like illustrating it with puppets. There you go. Like, oh, like you can't well, find then, somebody for you puppets. see him. You see his arm up. You see his arm up. His <laughs> arm is up. One hand is high. The other hand is bent and in front of him. <laughs> uh, Damian Barling's here. D'Lo and Casey. They're coming up here at noon. A tough one for the Kings last night, man. Yeah, it is. Um, well, first of all, is send some love to the Golden State Warriors. Yeah, yeah absolutely um, tragic. That story's tough. Yeah. yeah, tough, 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 tough. Uh, yeah, it was a bad loss. Um, it, it, it's it's difficult. I don't know what to. I don't know what to. I don't know what to say at this point about this team. They're finding different ways to lose games. Like in the in the last three games, you know, they get blown out by Philadelphia. They lose uh, an incredibly competitive buzzer beater uh, game against the Bucks, mm-hmm. but a game that they. We're in firm control of us. I know this phrase is silly, but like they were in control of whether they won or lost. Yeah, with one of the most fundamental things that you do on a basketball floor on the free throw line, and then to watch what happened last night, I just shook my head. It's like this is they. This is incredible. They blew a twenty-something point lead in six minutes. Man. Like they threw the ball out of bounds repeatedly. They showed no, like, urgency. Um, they just stopped doing everything that got them that 22-point lead. And, you know, whether it's mental toughness, whether they're soft, whether they're entitled, I don't know what it is. I don't know what to say about this basketball team anymore. We're going to mm-hmm. spend four hours trying to figure it out. Yeah. But – you know, they're in the play-in now for the first time. They've slipped out of the top six. Yeah. They've flirted with danger for too long. They've relied on teams like the Pelicans losing. Now you got a team like Phoenix who's starting to creep up on them. You, you've, you've, you've put yourself in a position where, you know, now you, you, at some point you're going to have to string some wins together. Yeah. And if you don't, then you're going to have to win some games that you didn't. I, this, this, this isn't a team that's going to miss the playoffs in terms of the postseason. Like they're they're not going to miss the top ten, right? Yeah, yeah. But they could very very easily be a team that that has to win in the playing tournament to get back to the playoffs. Yeah, but if they if they don't fix something for sure, I think last night and, and James and I talked about this a lot, and I'm interested to get your thoughts on it. Last night, so much of it to me was a Debona Sabonis not being involved late, and B to me that's where he has to demand the basketball. Like he has to be the guy who says, "Hey, Kevin Durant is a good is a, like a good defender." This is not to say that Kevin Durant is a is a is bad, but Demonis Sabonis can get him into the post and move him. Mm-hmm. He should be able to get easy buckets in a spot where there were so many times last night where okay they cut it to twelve. It's like okay, Kings get a bucket and a stop, they're good. Is it a bucket? Okay, yep. they're done. Okay, bucket, maybe a couple yep. stops, and you're good. And they just never got the bucket. Keegan Murray to- got an offensive rebound with like a minute left, a little over a minute. Mm-hmm. I was like, okay, that's they, they were that's up it. three that's at the point. I was like, that's it. Okay, yeah. settle down. Yep. Take time off the clock. You get a basket, you're fine. Yep. It, this this sucks. To be clear, this is terrible. <laughs> but you're going to win this game, right. and it's fine. Right. And De'Aaron missed another. I don't even think he took – he might have taken a three. It might have been a long two. Mm. But De'Aaron, you know, got the clock down to five seconds, took a shot. They missed and man, wound up the way that it wound up. Yeah. No, I, I, I think you need more from your second best player in that spot. Yeah. That's what it came down to. I just me. think the adjustments weren't there. And, like, and it can be like – at some point, you have to put on your big boy pants as a player and make the adjustments on the court yourself. 
it can't all be about what's happening, you know, with your coaching staff at the moment. And like, look, I'm not saying that Mike Brown wasn't coaching because he, he was, but if they go with five shooters and DeMar, uh, uh, Demonis Sabonis races down on the defensive end and goes down in the post, mm-hmm. you're done. You're cooked. It's over. The possession's over. They're moving too quick. They're down too many points. They're coming right down and firing, and no one is guarding somebody. Somebody's yep. wide open because your big ran down waiting for another big man to go like fight him in the post. Yeah. And that's what we got to. And then, again, he didn't. we didn't see some of the adjustments on the offensive end where, again, Sabonis in that situation, go go down on the block, get all the way down on the block yeah. and just dominate them. It's mm-hmm. not what they do. But it's, it's also, it's not even what, Sabonis didn't even try that. It's not that he failed to go down and, and go post up. He didn't even go try. And it's like the, the mindset didn't shift that they went small and the way to beat a small team is to do this, this, and this. Like when a team goes into a zone and the Kings tried that for like two seconds and it was like, oh, no, 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 <laughs> no, no. What are we doing here? Um, you know, when a team goes into a zone, Demonis Simonis knows the first thing to do is run to the free throw line, put his hands up and destroy the zone. Like he's a zone breaker. But in this situation, they didn't catch on to what the Suns were doing. The The pace got frenetic and out of control. Yep. The fans were fully involved. It became like a hostile environment where you're watching a lead slip away. Mm-hmm. They have the moment where Fox is yelling at one official and Domas is yelling at another, and a guy goes right down for a wide-open dunk yep. on the other end, and yeah, Kevin Herter's like, like come on, man, what are, you, what are we doing? Yeah. Yeah. You know. So there were like some mental breakdowns, but I was telling Kyle, I like these are games that you can learn from. You can't learn from the Philadelphia game. You can't learn from losing to bad teams. Well, by at some 20 point, points like at you home. can learn from something, but at some point you've got to execute it. That's right. If I learn, if I you know, I, I, I learned chemistry. I can't execute it. <laughs> you've got to be able to execute what you learn, and yeah. and that's why that's why Mike's press conference. It's funny. It's ha ha. The 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 screen. Hey, give me the video. Let's show the video. That's fine. Privately, you you had to have a completely different discussion with your team privately. Yeah. Like, hey, that I'm gonna take the fine for that. But I need everybody to see what we're dealing with. Yep. You in this locker room, you need to make free throws and stop turning the goddamn ball over in the fourth quarter. Yeah. Yep. And that right there, they didn't learn. How many turnovers in the fourth quarter yesterday? More turnovers in the fourth quarter yesterday than the entire game. Yeah, and Domas had um he missed a free throw in crunch time. With like three minutes left, two minutes left. So if you're not executing, are you really learning? Like what, what, what did you yeah. really learn from the Bucks game at this point? Yeah, but I, I would say that's one game. That's one game to the next. That's that's a three-day stretch. That should be the freshest. If I cram for a test the night before, the, the, the that's my best shot at passing. <laughs> now, if the test is a week away, man, I might have forgot something on the way. A new song came out. I memorized those lyrics. God knows how long I was on TikTok. I was tweeting. I was watching games. I might have forgotten what I studied. It was two nights later, and they couldn't execute in the fourth quarter. Yeah. It's becoming a problem for this team. Yeah. It's not becoming a problem. It is a problem. Eight turnovers in the fourth quarter, six the rest of the game. Awful. Yeah. Awful. Really bad. My bigger, Awful. my bigger concern is getting just mollywhopped by people. Like, stop getting thumped. I'd much rather see this where you can actually use the game footage. The other ones where this team doesn't show up, those are way more concerning to me. And I get it. They need to be better, but you need to be better the the fifth game of uh, a five game road trip. That you need to be better like against three mm-hmm. really good teams. I, I get that, but at the same time, like I, I would prefer 
a tight game that you found a new way to lose over not showing up, which this team has done way too many times this year. Yeah, yeah I, guess. I guess. At least they showed up. They just didn't show up in the last five minutes. Well, that's, that's, it's, that's it's great. All right, hey, yeah. participation trophy. Yeah. If you're a team that wants to win games, if you just want to show up yeah. and not be the 2019 or 2020 Kings, well, fine. I'm all for it. But if you're, you, you, you had the nerve to talk about playoffs in training camp. You had the nerve to talk about championships, being yes. a contender in training camp. You've, you've moved the bar a little bit for yourself. Now, if you want to backtrack, that's fine. Mm-hmm. Backtrack. But at this point, I'm not, I'm not, I'm not applauding them for not being for 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 not being the 2019 Kings anymore. Yeah, they're better than that. Oh yeah, gotta be. All right. Anyways, standing on business. Standing on business. That's what they're going to do next on D'Lo and KC. <laughs> <laughs> We've been the Insider, sponsored by Jiffy Lube. See you tomorrow. Vicks Vapo Stick delivers. This episode is brought to you by Progressive Insurance. Whether you love true crime or comedy, celebrity interviews or news, you call the shots on what's in your podcast queue. And guess what? Now you can call them on your auto insurance, too, with the Name Your Price tool from Progressive. It works just the way it sounds. You tell Progressive how much you want to pay for car insurance, and they'll show you coverage options that fit your budget. Get your quote today at Progressive.com to join the over 28 million drivers who trust Progressive. Progressive Casualty Insurance Company and Affiliates. Price and coverage match limited by state law. T-Mobile has invested billions to light up America's largest 5G network, from big cities to small towns, including right here in yours. And great coverage is just the beginning. Right now, families and small businesses can save up to 20% versus AT&T and Verizon when they switch. Visit your local T-Mobile store today. Plan savings with three lines of T-Mobile essentials versus comparable available plans. Plan features and taxes and fees may vary.